for the first down and still on his feet. RG3 is going to outrace everybody. Roethlisberger looks, crosser, grab, he caught it, fights to the goal line, breaks the plane, touchdown Pittsburgh! That might win them the division! And the handoff to Tomlinson, left side, and he will gallop into the end zone! Charger fans are witnesses to history! And welcome in to the Blitz Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mr. Kane Schwartz. And I'm joined by my fellow academic weapon, Jaden Kozak. Uh, we're both going through it right now, man. We got uh, finals next week. No, I got a bunch of fucking papers due this week. So just like football doesn't slow down as we approach week 14, neither does school. How we feeling, man? Uh, feeling all right. I mean, my, my Dodgers are losing superstars left and right over here, so... Um, right, right down in the barrel with the with the Pirates and the Orioles and all those teams. I mean, we're right down there. And uh, the Sixers are two and five when Embiid and Harden play together. So I am. The Steelers are my last yeah, hope right now. The Steelers did catch a dub on Sunday. Uh, the Commanders can't say the same. The, a tie is such a weird feeling, dude. Like it's it's a. What what is your take on the tie? Do you think it should be re- removed and we just do overtime on overtime like they do in the playoffs? I mean, everybody wants to complain about the tie when it comes down to it. Like, when all of overtime is played through, like, it doesn't happen very often. Like, it doesn't... Oh, no, it doesn't. But, like, that's, like, one of ma- people's main complaints about soccer is, like, you could play for 90 minutes and yeah, nothing has changed. No, that's true. But, like, it's so unlikely. But I... I, I I think given two overtime periods, I don't know if the Commanders and Giants would have scored. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. You're like your game was such a barn burner. And your star wide receiver. We scored one less point than you, and you guys had an extra quarter. Your star wide receiver fucking hates your quarterback, hates your team, hates your offensive Dude. coordinator. Okay. All right. You got you guys basically signed <laughs> Baker Mayfield today. So let's get let's get moving. Here. Basically, more or less. I made a post about it. So yeah, I was at the. I was at the gym earlier when Jaden in the group chat says, Commanders have interest in Baker Mayfield with an eyes emoji. And I felt so infuriated at that time. Like, And then he said that it was came from CBS Sports, and I was just, like, death-gripping my phone. And cause, oh, thank God it didn't happen. Baker Mayfield's a Ram, so. Could have been. Thank God. All right. Let's dive into it, and I'm sorry if I talked over you at all to start, because I'm not, I gotta get the delay um, configured, Um, but yeah, without further ado, let's dive into power rankings heading into week 14. So, to recap for audio listeners on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good shit, um, here is the rankings from last week, and you can follow along on Instagram as well. To start out tier one, uh, the Chiefs were our number one team in football, followed by the Eagles, Dolphins, Niners, Cowboys, Bills, Bengals, and Vikings. And then we had in tier two, the Titans, Ravens, Jets, Commanders, Chargers, Patriots, Bucks, Seahawks. And then it was the Browns, Lions, Raiders, Packers, Giants, Jags, Cardinals, and Steelers in tier three. And then to round out Tier 4, we had the Colts, Falcons, Panthers, Bears, 
Saints, Broncos, Rams, and Texans. So, we talked about it last week. The Chiefs were our solidified number one and had no doubt about it. But they went down to Cincinnati this week and they lost. Uh, it was a close game, came down to the wire. Uh, very similar to how that AFC Championship game played out. Um, I believe the stat that was thrown out on the broadcast was that the Chiefs are like 22-2 and against the rest of the league over the past like three years or something, two years, and they're 0-3. Two years, right? Well, ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, something like that. And they're, I think they're 12 and... I think they're 12 and 0 or 12 and no, they're 12 and 2 in 2022, and they're 0 and 3 against the Bengals because they played the Bengals in Week 17 of last year, which was in 2022, and again in the playoffs. Yeah. Now so year. the Bengals have proved to be the bugaboo of uh, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, and that whole gang. Uh, but meanwhile, our number two team in football beat the fuck out of the Titans, man. I mean, you have don't. Don't really have to look too far beyond A.J. Brown's celebration on the goalpost to know what happened in that game, uh, where he was beating it. Did you see his explanation afterwards, too? He was I like, did not. Uh, I had to, uh, had to give him a beating, but I still love you, though. Because <laughs> that's why I, like, hugged him. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit. Dude, that was, I guarantee you that was a result of, you know, whether it be player uproar or the coaches. Somebody came after their owner or their GM. There was a blow-up after Sunday's game. Can't. Because, I mean, the the very rarely do you see a GM get fired midseason. Because, I mean, especially now the trade deadline's over. What other moves is he making until the offseason to the point where you couldn't just wait? Something happened over the after that game that caused him to get fired. Yeah, I'm sure it doesn't help seeing uh, the guy you traded away in the offseason uh, get two touchdowns and continuously mock your team. Now, granted, Traylon Burks was going, you know, right there with him for, I mean, he only played like 12 snaps, but he, he answered that touchdown that AJ had first, gets concussed, gets ruled out almost immediately, and it's done for the day, but, you know, it could be a lot worse. Yeah, it could, for sure. Um, but I have the Eagles at one, personally. Uh, do you also have the Eagles at one? Okay. As do All I. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know that you were a little against it last week, but... This is why. This is why I wanted to hold them there because they're a Fuck good football yeah. team. I mean, they go in uh, and beat the team at the top of our tier two in Tennessee. Um, it, was it at the link or in Tennessee? I think it was at the link, actually. Pretty. Let me look. It, mm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, you're right. I mean, regardless, a very impressive win against a team that me and Mitch both had beating the Eagles. Um, but yeah, the Eagles come out victorious, so they move to one. Um, but let's move around some of these other teams, shall we? Um, God, everything yeah. gets busted open here. I, I think the Chiefs losing and all the other events that happened this week. I've got a lot of movement up. So there. I think the Chiefs losing to the Bengals, a tier one team last week, in Cincinnati with Jamar Chase coming back. Shouldn't be like, oh, we moved the Chiefs down, like, three spots. Like, personally, I haven't moved the Chiefs at all. I moved the Chiefs okay. to three. All right. So. Because it's showing that we saw the second dominant performance in three weeks from the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. 
no, I can't can't argue too much against that. I mean, it was the Colts who were going to continue to move down. I agree, but it was like their second like 40 plus point game in 3 weeks. You know, they also beat the Giants the week before. I think they've won four straight now since the Packers loss. Um and like we're talking shit Super Bowl, you know, you might even be talking Super Bowl like one of the Super Bowl favorites now. Um in Dallas um, I know that OBJ, like, it really seems that he's going to end up there. Doesn't seem like he's going to be playing this regular season, but that is would be a nice boost for them uh, come playoff time as well. There are things with Kansas City, though, that just concern me. Like, the pass rush just has not been getting to the quarterback the last couple weeks. Uh, the, you know, secondary has not been playing very well the last couple weeks. And they're just relying on Patrick Mahomes to do so. And, you know, you make one mistake like a Travis Kelsey fumble and you're going to lose the game. So, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not like, you know, chief stock, but I think that, you know, maybe this time next week we're having the conversation of moving them back to one or two. But I think Dallas has definitely earned that number two spot for this week. Yeah, I can get with that. I mean, I had them at three. Um, the thing that really gets me... I don't want to say excited for the Cowboys, but the thing that gives me optimism for the Cowboys and the playoff run is this offense is not contingent on Dak Prescott anymore. Like, they don't mm -mm. need Dak Prescott to be... The team isn't contingent on Dak Prescott because that defense is... You know, Dak... I mean, I'm not going to say quarterback's their weakest spot, but they're able, they're been, they've been running the ball effectively. They've been, you know... CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, this guy's been working after the catch. The offensive line has started to play a lot better. And the defense looks like probably the second-best unit in the NFL outside of San Francisco. They're, they're playing well in all phases of the game right now. Yeah, no, can't debate there. I mean, Tony Pollard and Zeke have officially turned into one of the best running back committees that we've ever seen. Like, I mean, it's, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. So, okay. All right, I will move the Cowboys to two. Chiefs at three. Um, all right, so now the Dolphins lost this week, so they're definitely getting moved down. The next team that I have is the Bills after beating the Pats on Thursday Night Football because the Pats were a team that was riding hot into that game, um, but they beat them down pretty convincingly. So I like the Bills at four. How about you? So I've got the Bengals here. The Bengals have been uh, they they've been playing really well recently. Obviously, they just beat the Chiefs. Joe Burrow has not had a turnover-worthy play since Week Three. God, he's special, man. He's I mean, like legitimately, I'm not saying he's better than him, but he's playing like the best quarterback in football right now. Like for the last two months, he's played better than Patrick Mahomes. He's played better than Josh Allen. He's played better than any quarterback that you want to throw in there. And I think I might officially be ready to jump into the Burrow greater than Herbert party i think i think it might be time and i'm i'm sorry mitchell i was going to send a text earlier but i was driving and i'm never on my phone when i'm driving ever so um yeah cincinnati's playing really well right now i have buffalo right behind him at five um that was kind of a debate for me but man cincinnati's just playing so well right now and it just feels like they're playing a little bit better than buffalo yeah for sure i just i'm not as quick to forget the early season losses like i know it was without jamar chase for the most part yeah but buffalo's buffalo's had some losses yeah in there too i mean i think cincinnati's got one game and that's without jamar chase did they uh, they lost to when what they lost they to the played, ravens 
Carolina. They lost the... That was that was our that was with Jamar. They lost to the Cowboys in week two. They lost to us in week three. Or in week one. Um and they lost to the Browns. That's the one thing. But since then, they've played phenomenal. Like I mean, they beat the Panthers by like thirty. Um who have they played? They obviously just beat our number one team in Kansas City. They played. Who did so, they play last week? They played Pittsburgh. They beat us. They Tennessee. Tennessee, which is another one of our tier. I mean, they were a tier one team when they beat them. Just like they won in prime, or not in prime time, but they won at home. Like it's like you should, you should. I don't know. I know the Chiefs were favored by two, but I don't see it. But we really haven't seen anything that impressive from the Bills lately. I mean, that Pats win was pretty good. Yeah, but... and the thing is, the defense, and my main concern was, like, I remember saying that we need to move the Bengals down when they lost Jovia Wuzier for the year because that quarterback room is very thin. But Eli Apple has been playing well. Cam Taylor-Britt, the rookie, uh, has stepped up. So secondary's been fine, and the defense as a whole, like, Every single player on that defense is, like, average. Nobody's really, like, Trey Hendrickson's good. Uh, Jesse Bates is really good. Nobody on that defense, though, is, like, a superstar. But no one is bad on that defense. Like, at all. It's crazy. And then, I, I mean, how do you stop this offense? They've been, you know, going out there putting on phenomenal offensive performances with Samaje Ryan in place of Joe Mixon. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Like, the fact that they were, I didn't think, the reason that I picked the Chiefs in the game was because of no Mixon. And the fact that they could still win without him, which is which is weird, because I thought he was going to be back. Like I mean, it just looked like you know he just got dinged. They ruled a cushion, so he didn't play the next week. I thought for sure he'd be back um, last week against Kansas City, but I guess he just wasn't ready. Yeah, I mean that's always been a thing with Joe Mixon too. Like I mean he's always been injury yeah, prone outside open. last year. I think. I think Cincinnati, I know that you're getting production from now Samaj P. Ryan too, so like you're kind of thinking, dude, they might be a sleeper team to take a running back in like the second round. I mean, they don't really, like I said, they almost everybody on their defense is at least average. And then that offensive line, they just put, put them a lot of money into. They've obviously got all the weapons, so they might be a sleeper team to take a running back in the second round or something. Yeah, no, I could get with that. I mean, continue to build on this offense that is turning into one of the best in the league, if not the best. Um, God. I really don't want to move them ahead of the Bills, man. Like the Bills did just beat the Pats in New England. I think I'd be, I think I'd seed. This is this is this is one thing that I just okay. I'd let slide. If you want to put the Bills at four, Bengals at five. Because like I believe in the Bengals, but like it's gonna take I feel like another week for me to be like, okay, this is certifiably. Well, they've got they have a gauntlet for the rest of the year. I don't I don't know what order they play them, but they play Baltimore, Buffalo. Tampa Bay, New England, and Cleveland. Fuck. Baltimore. Four teams with a winning record, and Cleveland, who's going to be with Deshaun Watson and have really given them fits over the last few years with Joe Burrow. I think the matchups against Baltimore are definitely the most memorable, for sure. Um, well, the thing is, they might not have Lamar Jackson. We'll get into that in a little bit, but, I mean, it doesn't look like Lamar's going to be playing this week. It says it's a one- to three-week injury. They're not in the same scenario where they were last year where they got this injury right around this time for Lamar and they were just like, all right, well, we're just going to shut him down because even if – what do we what do we do if we get into the playoffs with this roster? 
So, I mean, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll talk about the Ravens right. a little bit. So we have the first five teams all set. Uh, the next team that I got is the 49ers. See, I've got the Ooh. Dolphins here. And I know you're the big Dolphins guy. But look, man, Jimmy G, as much as flags he gets, he's really good. And while Kyle Shanahan has been able to get, like, get, you know, guys like C.J. Beathard and Nick Mullins come in here and put up stats, they haven't been able to get wins, whoever else that they've had in the Kyle Shanahan era. And with no, you know, Baker's not an option. It's not, this isn't a one to two week thing where like we're just kind of waiting. It's not like the Ravens where we move them down for the next couple weeks and then Lamar comes back. It's Brock Purdy until at least the divisional round, I'm pretty sure. Like it's him the rest of the way. There's nothing coming to save them. This is your guy, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant, who played well. And, you know, at one point he got worse every year in his college career, which is not a good sign. But at one point was a solid prospect. Um, and he played well on Sunday. I will grant you that, but I I need to see another full Brock Purdy start before I'm like, okay, I'm kind of backing on the Niners. Because look, like I said, like I told you before the show, I had the Niners at three, and then I was like, oh shit, Jimmy G broke his foot. I completely forgot about that. Because like I love the Niners, I love the playmakers, I love the defense, all of. It. But like, there's a certain point of like you need this level of quarterback to be able to succeed with a team that you know even as good as they are. Yeah, for sure. I think you do have me convinced, man. I mean, Jimmy G, as much hate I've especially put on him in the past few years, he is one of the best game-managing quarterbacks in the league. And that's exactly what this 49ers team needs to run. And uh, Brock Purdy he did look really good on Sunday, but there's always been that myth. Uh, once you throw in the backup quarterback, he's probably going to do well because you don't have any tape on him for the most part. You didn't prepare for him, so that's why Brock Purdy probably showed out on Sunday. Um, but to play devil's advocate, man, like outside of the Jimmy G injury, this is still the number one defense in football. You still have Christian McCaffrey, probably the best running back in football right now, who's only going to get more work now. So that could mean good things, honestly. Yeah, like, that could mean good things for this offense, possibly. Like, maybe they get more creative. Like, Debo's fully healthy now. Um, it was questionable whether or not he was going to play. Yeah, they don't want to use him anymore. That guy stinks. <laughs> he, he, was, uh, he was involved, uh, to my dismay, he was involved on uh, on Sunday a little bit. But you got Ayuk, you got Kittle. Like, Kittle hasn't even been... Oh, no. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love this group of playmakers. Like, this team... Is phenomenal. Like I would kill to have this this exact. I, I like I remember saying last year I was like, why did I choose to be a Steelers fan when I could have just been an Niners fan? Like this would have been so much funner. I you know I could have watched two Super Bowls with a rooting interest, you know, and like have this amazing coach, great offensive mind, and Debo, but uh, nope, nope, Pittsburgh. Hey man, you're... plus I've always loved G too. You're talking to a Commanders fan, so I can't help you with your <laughs> debate over switching teams. Um, but, God, yeah. yeah. I mean, Kittle hasn't even been getting targeted, dude. Like, neither has Ayuk these past couple weeks. So, like, maybe these guys just get more targets now that Brock Purdy's in. Maybe these guys... I agree. I mean, 
it's not like they were running the ball with Jimmy G. Like, the same amount of targets are going to be going out. Yeah. Less. In fact, it might be even less because it's like it's not like a Lamar situation where you're like you're taking him out, you're taking away 15 plays where he runs the ball, and now you've got to spread those targets around. Like, I mean, it. I think the offense looks primarily the same, and I don't know if there's any way it can look better than it has just because Purdy doesn't have that experience. And like I said, he got worse every single year, and like his PFF grades dropped every single year, and. If a similar situation plays out on a per-game basis here in the NFL, they could be an early out in the playoffs for as great as of a team as this is. You know, if they if the more tape that teams get on him, the worse he gets, this could be a problem. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, as far as any situation in the league that you want to hop into as a backup quarterback right now, I think San Fran is probably the best. Oh, yeah, it's definitely this one. That's why I was, that's why I was like, so hyped for Baker to go there because I've always liked Baker like it kind of sucked that he just ended up going to the division and then was good and bad and then good and then bad and then now he's you know floating around on waivers in week 14 um but I dude I I was telling my dad last night I was like well here's what's gonna happen he's gonna sign with San Francisco they're he's gonna like put up pretty good stats in the season then he's gonna go to the playoffs he's gonna play really well and then some team's gonna sign him to a stupid deal this offseason but now he's going to go to L.A. with no protection, no, no weapons, cup. and he's going to, yeah, he's going to get murdered. Yeah, I mean, so. it just shows you how much it, you got to play your situation right, man. Like, if he would have not been a crybaby little bitch and stuck around in Cleveland for like eleven weeks, they traded for Deshaun I know, Watson. But like, if you would have been his backup, like you're going to be a backup now anyway, probably. Like now, because of how you played in Carolina. So, like, if you would have been a backup for Deshaun to start the year in the same offense that you've been pretty decent in, like, Baker probably would have showed out a lot better. And then he would have been benched for Deshaun, well, and somebody would have been like, this guy does not deserve to be a backup quarterback. He should be a starter with how he played so far this year. Like, that's how it should have gone. But Baker decided to be a bitch. I just wish, dude, I wish I wish he fell to San Francisco, man. He would have fell to San Francisco. All this would have been fixed. Fair. He's been great. So what are we doing with the Niners? Are we gonna uh, leave them? I'll put. How about okay? Do we want them to jump Minnesota? Because I admit I had Miami at six, Minnesota at seven, San Francisco. I had the 49ers, Vikings, and then the Dolphins. I just I love I thought I find it absolutely hilarious how much we just like constantly disrespect oh, the Vikings. We've got one, two, three, four lost teams in front of them. Three, three lost teams in front of them. and then Maybe, so I had the Vikings in front of the Dolphins, um, but I had the 49ers ahead of the Vikings. Well, I had the... So, maybe, I mean, the Vikings did beat the Jets this week, man. Well, and you also got to think, man, you remember one week's time ago, you wanted Mm -hmm. the Dolphins at two. Yeah. Now, Tua did not play well in this game. His adjusted completion percentage was like 59 which is like 20% less best than what his season football, just completion Best defense in football. Oh, no, I agree. That's that's why I'm saying. Like, that's why I'm not, like, p- pressing the panic button on Miami here. But you also got to think, like, that that was easily his worst game of the season so far that he was, like, fully healthy in. Um, I mean, outside of that 75-yard touchdown and really, you know, that 45-yard touchdown to Tyreek, that offense could not move the ball yeah. at all. So... 
we'll see. Again, best defensive football, so I'm not ready. I'm not slamming the panic button on the Dolphins yet. We... But we're tempering next. And also, like, there's a lot of emotions in that game. You got McDaniel. Like, there's a lot of a lot of outside contingency factors involved in that game too. Like, he was going to San Fran. Like visiting his old old stomping grounds, and also like there was a debate. I mean, I didn't think that there was a debate, uh, but there was a debate whether or not Mike Jacecki caught that uh, pass and uh, like pushed it up against his helmet for a first down. Uh, but they reversed it, and Mike McDaniel. I've never seen him so angry. Um, but yeah, okay. I like the Dolphins. Yeah, a Dolphins ahead of the Niners. And what do we think about the Vikings ahead of the Niners? I had the Vikings ahead of the Niners just because they once again escaped by the skin of their teeth this week. They're in a position to clinch their division title this week, I'm pretty sure. Um, and they still have their starting quarterback. Yeah. All right. So I'm rocking with tier one. And I, look, again, I love the Ni- I love the Niners. I love the Niners. But it's just really hard. Like, it's really hard to continue to rank them high when you're running out guys that have, you know, your third quarterback on the roster. Like, yeah, you know. Tier two is a fucking slot fest. Like, I could literally take the team that I have at 16 and put them at nine and, like, would be able to hear an argument for what yeah. you're going to say about them. Because the team I have at 16 is the Commanders. What so, the fuck? You know, if you Bro. wanted to put... What, what we had them at? We had them at what? 14, 13 last lose. week? He went win. to New York, a seven and four team. That we've had in tier three, the back half of tier three, that you and I both know isn't good. Chase Young's coming back. I know I've said that for the past four weeks, uh, but I have no clue why he wouldn't be back this coming week. Um, yeah. Well, what I've what I've heard, and again, the Chase Young will be back this week has gone on for about a month now. But what I heard was that while he was while he was going to be coming back against the Giants. <sighs> It wouldn't be in this past week's game. It would be in their next game against the Giants after the bye week this upcoming week. So week 15, he'll sense. be back. Um, so my tier two, my tier two, and I am totally open to suggestions, movement, whatever you want to do here. We've got the Titans still at nine. I don't feel good about it, but I don't feel good about anybody else. The Jets at 10, then Tampa, then Seattle, Baltimore, the Chargers, the Raiders, and then the Commanders. And then the Patriots, if we want to move them back into Tier 2, that's fine. I just I don't know what to do with any of these teams. All right, I'll start out by saying that the fact that you don't have the Lions in Tier 2 is a crime. Oh, yeah, and the, the Lions were also in that realm. I forgot. I just didn't have them there. I did it while I was in class. It, it's a, I told you, mm-hmm. Tier 2 is a wreck. Like, after, I'm, like I, te- I texted you guys, every team either lost, tied, or... Or one by in a one score game with a score inside of 30 seconds left. Okay. The Titans have played two good teams back to back weeks and lost. Um I'm okay. The Bengals they were competitive with the Bengals, yeah. they got slacked by Philly. So if we want to move them down, I'm willing to hear that. But the problem was I don't feel comfortable with the Jets. No, at night. I, and I don't. I mean, the Jets lost this week. They should have won too. Like they yeah. were in a position to win that game with under a yeah. minute left, and they didn't. Dude, I was going to like when they had the, when the Vikings had the ball at the one. I was going to laugh my ass off if they 
botched the snap in the end zone the same way that they beat Buffalo and they screwed up this, that would have been the most hilarious thing to ever. Because, I mean, how many times have you seen that happen where they botched the snap in the end zone on the one-yard line and it happens twice in one season on both sides for one team? That would have been very, very yeah, funny. And honestly, there was a likely chance that it might have happened because Kirk does like to sneak it up the middle. Yeah. Um, but, okay. Yeah. My tier two. Obviously biased. I've got... Please don't tell I me you put the commanders, put the commanders in nine. <laughs> what the... F- <laughs> they didn't lose either. They tied with the Giants, and they moved up four spots. Yes, I mean, because in comparison to the other teams, like, I mean, you look at the teams in this fucking realm, like, no shot. I have them ahead of the Ravens, and it's not close. Like, the Jets lost this week. I'm willing to hear an argument there. Uh, the Chargers are in Tier 3. Don't need to talk about that. The Pats are in my Tier 3, too. Um, the Bucks have a conversation. All right, so my Tier 2 is listed i'd be more as commanders look i don't i don't want to say it but commanders raiders titans lions jets bucks seahawks ravens okay for again okay let's start from the top i'm cool with not moving the titans at all that makes sense to me they've lost two weeks in a row to two good teams and i don't feel good about moving any other teams up but i feel like the raiders definitely belong up here dude like i mean they've been on a fucking tear i think it's too too soon it's too soon they're four they're four and seven kane dude they've won they're four like four or five in a row they've won three in a row they've won three in a row Mm, two of which were in overtime this is their first win in regulation since week seven it's week they're five and seven now listen, do do I think okay, do I think they need to move up? Yes, 100%. I've got I had them in tier I think I had them at 13 or 14, something like that. But there are 4 and 7, 5 and 7, whatever. Their defense is still a train wreck. They have Max Crosby and that's it. Chandler Jones has a half sack in 13 games. He is getting paid $17 million this year, and he has a half of a sack, and he's been healthy all year. As to our knowledge, he's healthy. Um, I would, I'm would, i fine with moving in front of the Chargers. I still think that with Tyler Huntley are probably better than the Raiders with, you know, the defense. The defense in Baltimore is okay. clicking. Like, you know it's playing not? really well. That offense is bottom five right now. That offense is bottom three. The Raiders' defense is bottom okay, five. Okay, but... It's not bottom three, dude. Bottom... Denver, Houston, Chicago, L.A., Indy, Carolina. I'd argue Indy's Atlanta. better right now. I'd That's argue seven Indy right and there. Carolina are better right now. Indy has, Indy has fumbled the ball 30 times in 13 games. 30. Okay. That's fair. 30 times. How many times they turn the ball over in the fourth quarter? Dude, all right. Last, let's, on Sunday night? What, let's like, talk about the fucking five? Ravens, dude. The Ravens suck. They smell bad. They're terrible. I said that there were they were one of the best teams in football to start the year. Um, Brandon Marshall was talking about how this might be the best Ravens team ever. It couldn't be farther from the truth. Dude, they beat our third worst team in the NFL. 10-9. to nine. At home! At home! Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. They beat 10-9, to nine, the Broncos, at home. They lose by one to the Jags. In Jacksonville. 
They beat the Panthers after going three. It was tied 3-3 going into that fourth quarter. They won 13-3 against the Panthers. So, like, these past three weeks are okay. terrible. Raider, Raider, Raiders in front of the Ravens. Okay. I can't put the Raiders over Seattle confidently because I know, I know Vegas beat them last week. Or was it two weeks ago? Might have been two weeks ago. That was a good game. Both teams played really well. Josh Jacobs had an 86-yard touchdown to finish the game. Can't really knock the Raiders for that, but I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, Seattle played like shit. Um, I'm still taking Tampa over the Raiders. I'm still taking the Jets over the the Raiders and the Titans as well. So I'll do the Jets. So, but... (sighs) Okay, who do you feel better about then, Lions or Raiders? Hmm... You know, you want to hear some crazy shit? Sure. It's at home, but the Lions are two-point favorites against Minnesota this week. Wow. Okay, well, I feel better about the Lions then. If Vegas feels better about the Lions, then I feel better about the Lions. I mean... It might have moved, but I think it opened at two points for the Here, I'll take a look right now. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm taking a look. (laughs) That is... That is so, but that just, that's like what I'm saying. shows you how much teams half. think, or how much Vegas thinks of. Two and a, it's moved further. Mm-hmm. Vikings are unserious. Maybe, do we put this Lions team, who have done very well recently, on a three-game win streak, and one point DC thought he was going to get fired. I'm about to say they go in tier one, I'm going to have to. No. no, they don't belong in tier one. Maybe they belong ahead of the Titans, though. Okay. If we're moving the Titans to back, I think the Bucks need to be at nine. The I can't Bucks. put the Lions at nine. Okay, at let's talk five about the Bucks real quick. This they looked dog shit terrible for three and a half quarters of football, bro. They got that boy though. Like, dude, if I got that boy, I was talking in my sports golf class today with one of my boys and literally if they were to run that two minute offense, the entire game, they would be better off if they just ran a two minute drill, the entire game, but they won't, they won't, this, they won't do it. It won't happen. This is, this is a Saints team that scored zero points the week prior. This is not a good Saints team against it. Again, again, against it. Well, you also got those. They had two chances to score. I think they fumbled on the goal line twice. So they threw an interception on the goal line and fumbled on the goal. Like, literally, Alvin Kamara got hit as he's running. And it wasn't even like a dive over the pile situation. Like, he's out. And he just got popped. Ball flew up in the air. Niners got it. I, I don't think the Saints are good. But I... It's... Mm-mm-mm. This is such a fucking crazy yeah. NFL season. You can't, but... It is a crazy NFL season. You cannot convince me that the Bucks belong anywhere near that nine spot. They don't. They belong in tier three. You can't convince me the Lions belong there either. Okay. All right, man. Like, the Lions, they did lose to the Bills, but outside of losing to the Bills, um, ever since playing the Dolphins at home, they lost by four there. That's impressive. They beat the Packers 15-9. to They beat the Bears 31-30. to They beat the Giants in New York. 31 to 18. They lost to the Bills at home by three. 
and the Bills did play in Ford Field the week prior, so that's definitely an advantage. And they smacked the dog shit. The Lions have played there. The Lions have played there for like the last 20 years. Is that an advantage, Kane? Dude, okay. It's, it was a little bit more of an advantage than the Bills than they would have had. You act like the Lions are walking into unfamiliar and territory no. here. Walking into their home stadium. Would, it was more of an advantage than they would have had if they didn't play at four field at all the week prior like obviously that's gonna give you some juice going into the game but okay i digress you have a good point but in a line that was even this past week they beat the jags 40 to 14 40 to 14 this yeah trevor lawrence missed like a quarter Okay, Mr. I love the Ravens. No, okay, that I love the Ravens. Close. The Jaguars beat the Ravens last week. I moved the Ravens back. Barely. Chill. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, now I want now I want to move the Jets to nine. I, I you you keep you keep shooting down all my options here. You're a biased fan who put the Commanders at nine. You know what? The Steelers should be at ten. Why don't? Why are we? <laughs> They've won. They've won three of their. They've won three of their last four. Have they not? Have they not? Come on. Let's be serious. Have this. They have the same record as the Lions. They have the same record as the Raiders. The Commanders are seven and five and one. So if you're making that comparison, let's be. Okay. Seattle is. I believe they're either six and six or seven and five. Why have we not talked about? I mean, the Jets are seven and five. Why do the Titan and why I'd do rather, Titans move out of the spot? I'd rather lose I'd rather lose a one score game to the Vikings than tie with the Giants. Yeah, okay. It it's close at I I'm not telling you I'm if we're talking power rankings, I mean obviously if I'm a team, I'm would God, rather this die, is so but... fucked. We're so far apart. Baker's wearing seventeen. Ew. Ugh. Look at this. Ooh. God, he looks homeless. Goodness. Future commander right there. Don't do it. I'll start. He'll, dude, dude, he's going to sign there no. this offseason. You guys no. you guys aren't going to pick high enough. You're going to walk. You're going to sign I Baker. I will make fun of your hair. I'll do it. I don't want to. I'll make fun of Carson Wentz's <laughs> hair. Okay. All right. At least I have enough awareness not to wear gold or burgundy. Or at the same time. You know, wear a hot dog suit to my press conference. He did wear it. He looked kind of far. Looked kind of far. And when I was on the Carson Wentz train, it looked kind of far. But, okay. I digress. Did, uh, do we want to put the Jets at nine or the Titans at nine? Probably. I don't know. Yeah. Probably the Jets. Defense is better than the Titans. Um, and... To be brutally honest, the offense might be better than the Titans, Also, too. Traylon Burks is banged up. They can't get Derrick Henry going the last couple... Well, not the last couple weeks, but at least this past week. Also, they first week of the offense um, with Mike White. Like, they, they're going to take a little bit of time to really resonate with him as the QB1. So, they haven't had... Well, I mean, dude, he's... The locker rooms... The locker rooms with Mike White. It's very, very similar to what's going on in Washington, where... Nobody is bought into Carson Wentz slash Zach Wilson, and everybody is bought into Mike White slash Heineke. They're not as talented. 
but they're going to get the ball. They're going to the same thing I've said with Taylor Heineke. Mike White knows that he can't make that play, but Garrett mm-hmm. Wilson can. But Elijah Moore can. Same thing with Terry and Curtis Samuel and those guys. And I think I think the Jets locker room has bought into Mike White. And I don't think Zach Wilson plays another snap this year, barring injury. I really don't. Because they're it's not like it's not like a situation where you're like the Bears where you're like, okay, well we need to see more of Justin Fields or like I don't really know. There's not another example here, but they're trying to win. Like they're in a position to make the playoffs, you know, you potentially even win a playoff game. Like they've been competitive with teams. Like, I mean, they beat the bills. They're in a position to win a playoff game, if not more, even with Mike white. So I think they're going to roll with him for the rest of the year. With that being said, I'll probably keep them at nine. So then jets at nine, Tennessee at 10. Well, we are, this episode is going to be pushing mm-hmm. 90. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, we're so far apart because we are very far apart here yeah. tier two. Um, all right. I personally think that the commanders are better than the Raiders. Like outside of us tying the Giants this past week, which was not a loss. May I remind you, we went to New York, a seven and five team, it and really, was not it really a loss. Felt like it. I mean, we were and, favored, and we're favorite, and we're favored by two. Okay, like. That I'm not gonna say that it was like I'm. It, it should push our position up. It should push us down slightly, but not I, as a loss. It, it, like not you, as much as a loss. I know, but you pushed them up to nine. Which pushed them up to nine was probably uncalled for. In hindsight, yeah, which was probably uncalled yeah. for. Okay, I would. I'm still holding Seattle at twelve. I think Seattle deserves to stay there. The offense played well. Another twenty-seven point outing for them. Uh, Gino finished was like 360, both Lockett and DK go over 100 yards. It seems like Kenny Walker's not going to miss any time. If he does, it'll be just this week, and he'll be back. It's a mild um, foot strain, not a low, not an ankle or anything like that. Um, so he should be back and healthy. And if he's back and healthy and playing, he's probably one of the best running backs in the league. He's played like that when he's gotten the role this year. You have that with that offense. Now, this team isn't without flaw. Because that defense is starting to show its holes. Not getting the turnovers that they were getting early in the year. And you're starting to see, you know, some things seep through there a little bit. Pass rush can't get home. Um, So, again, like I said, they're not without flaw, but that offense is humming. Then I'd probably have Washington. Then I don't know if I have a preference between Vegas or Detroit. I was about to I really don't the commanders because you had them at 16, but I appreciate you putting them there. Okay, I, I've moved them up. They've okay. got, I've got them at 13. Yeah, I'm, I think this these first six spots look good. So, so, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought we had the Bucks. I have the Bucks at 11. Mm-mm. I thought there's no shot. There's no shot, dude. There is absolutely no fucking chance. They sucked for three and a half quarters of football, and they barely beat one of the worst teams in football. Like the, it was, it was at home. Like it was not a renaissance performance from the five and six now six and six Buccaneers. It was not. I'm sorry. I will not do that. It wasn't a renaissance no, performance. Not one really. to move them up to twelve. I'll put them. They're definitely behind the commies. I I think I'd put Weird. them right there. 
Wait, hold on. I, I gotta come back to you. Yeah, okay. You know what? For the sake of the timing of this video. For you, buddy. Okay. Okay. We'll put All it right, in. man. For hey, you, little guy. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. So then the Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders are 15. Now we have some tough decisions to make because we have the underachieving Chargers, the injured Ravens, and the unexciting Patriots. One of these teams has to possess the 16 spot. Um, we need to have a serious yes. conversation about the Chargers. Oh my god. What the fuck? You, listen, Rashawn Slater is gone. I understand that. Mike Williams isn't playing yet. I understand. Jamari Sawyer has came in. He's not playing at Rashawn Slater's level, but he's playing at a serviceable left tackle level. Like, I would... I love Jamari Salyer coming out. I would kill to have Jamari Salyer right now. There's no reason that they should have this much problem putting up points with nope. that quarterback. There's no reason for this. They're, they're, they have Justin Herbert and they're running 40-year-old Drew Brees' offense. I'm sure this is a wet dream for Mitchell, but it sucks for the rest of us. Why Why does this have to happen? Why? Why? This team is so talented, and I know they're hurt, and I know this is kind of what the Chargers do, <laughs> but this shouldn't happen week in and they week don't... out. It shouldn't. And like we said a couple weeks ago, I will never believe in the Chargers again. Ever. Never, never let me do it. We will hold each other accountable to never believe in the Chargers again. I will do that for the both of us until Brandon Staley's fired. Like, this has been the case. Brandon Staley was brought in basically when Justin Herbert was brought in. And there is absolutely fucking no excuse for the way this offense looks with Justin Herbert. I mean, a good quarterback kicks it all off. From there, you figure everything out. You have an Austin Eckler. You have a Keenan Allen. You have a Gerald Everett who you paid. Who's and it's and Keenan Allen's been playing well. Like it's not like Keenan Allen's come back and has been completely hampered by his injury. You know, he's he's producing the last two weeks. I believe he's finished with more than fifteen fantasy points, finishes with the third on the offense this week. Justin Herbert finished with a sixty one PFF grade this past week uh, against Vegas. I'm pretty sure he's going to be at a seventy five um on the season after that performance, which would be the lowest of his career. I think he finished with an eighty in his rookie year and a 90 last year which is like elite of elite um yeah right now he's sitting at a 76 so this would be the lowest grade of his career usually with a guy of that stature you're going to keep moving up i don't think there's really any way that brandon staley keeps his job right or wrong because at the end of the day he's not calling the offensive plays like that i can't fully blame him for the, team, the offensive struggles especially it should have been said dead set for an afc but, championship there's no there's no excuse. There's no reason why they shouldn't have been they righted should, in. AFC they should Championship. be a lot. Maybe not righted in, but they should have been a every single week. They should be moving back and forth Rough. in tier one every single week, though. Every single like I, I know you lose Slater. I know you lose J.C. Jackson. That's kind of addition by subtraction with the way he was playing for the first couple weeks. But like I said. They should have been moving like right, like how Cincinnati's kind of been like teetering back and forth in tier one, like how Miami's been doing all They're year. Kind of like, and we're now having a conversation to move them into tier three for the second time this year because they've already been in that tier at one point. We've moved them up. Now they're going right back down into it. This shouldn't be they happening. They will not make it back into tier two, barring some crazy shit happening. Like, this team is not good. And they have the same problems, bro. Like, their run defense which was supposed to be much improved this year, still fucking sucks. 
Their pass rush, which was supposed to be awesome, with Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa opposite of each other, still pretty much sucks. Like... There is no fucking excuse. Brandon Staley, he's a former defensive coordinator. He should at least have this defense buzzing. This offense looks terrible. But he should at least have this defense going, and it's not. Like, I know we mentioned J.C. Jackson being out. That's a big thing. But you signed J.C. Jackson in the offseason. Like, there should be no... You have Asante Samuel Jr., who's a perfectly suitable corner. Like, he's had his struggles at times this year, but looked really hot to start the year. He's not an ideal one, I'll say that, especially with, you know, his size. And then your three is, like, a really bad NFL player. But, yeah, with all that being said, they should be more competitive than they are. Where are we? Are we? So, like I said, we've got a two disappointing Chargers, the injured Ravens, and the unexciting Patriots. Who is staying at 16? I'm doing it right now. I think it's the Pats, dude. And this is because... Okay, I think so. Like, they haven't had any injuries that are going to affect them long-term for the rest of the year yet. Um, This team, they lost to the Bills. So, like, I mean, everybody's going to lose the Bills every once in a while. So, I still think this team is a contender, but the Chargers did not look like a contender, and the Ravens barely beat the Broncos. So, yeah, that's definitely my uh, team to round out Tier 2, I think. But... Do you have a Do you have a recording time of how long we've been? In? Okay, we've been in here. Uh, we've been recording for fifty five minutes, and we're halfway done. Okay, yeah, we're halfway done. So that's somewhat of a train wreck. Um, usually tier four is pretty quick though, so we'll try and. But I think last week we spent a shit ton of time on tier three. Um, God. All right, what do you got in tier three? All right, because this one's all. It's it's not that messy, but go ahead. Um. I mean, I could definitely see movement here for sure. Um, But I have the Giants, the Packers, the Cardinals. I'd probably put... I'd hear an argument for the Ravens or Chargers ahead of the Cardinals. Um, But not the Chargers. I might put the Ravens ahead of the Cardinals. um, But it would be Cardinals, then the Chargers then the Browns, then the Steelers, then the Panthers. Okay, so... Giants. Everything that we just said about the Chargers also applies to the Cardinals. On a worse level. Without the injury issues. Bingo. You know, I mean, Bingo. Granted, you had Without Hopkins. the injury, like, Marquise yeah. Brown came back one week and didn't do that well. I know, but he's back. The like Rashawn Slater is done for the year. J.C. Jackson is done for the but year. Hollywood's like, been back for one they, week. I know, and they've they've had these problems. I know, but they've had these problems. While, I mean, one Hollywood Brown does not equate to your franchise left tackle and your franchise corner and missing Joey Bosa for multiple weeks and missing Keenan Allen for multiple weeks. And they have a worse record. They're two games behind the Chargers. Hmm. And. They lost to the Chargers last week. Bingo. And the week before that, they got the dog shit beat out of them by San Francisco. You're right. Okay. All right. Well, God, I think the Chargers and the Cardinals are right next to each other. But are we cool with putting the Giants at the top of Tier 3? I agree. So, I'd be fine with it, maybe just for time's sake. I don't think I moved them from where they were. Um, 
but obviously there's been some movement around. Like, I, I still had the Ravens and Chargers in Tier 2 in mine, but you kind of talked me out of having them there. Um, Packers at 18, I think I'm fine with. Um, we need to have a weird conversation about yeah. Cleveland because we were kind of prepping for what was going to happen with Watson and uh, props to Caden. Caden said that they would uh, – Caden said that Watson would suck right out of the gate. And I said boy, that Deborah, well. on Awful. Again. Yeah, you did – I think you did say that. Yeah. I just remember Caden saying it like multiple times, so it was like engraved. Sorry. Kane, our wonderful podcast host here, also made an excellent call. 100% right. Has never been wrong ever about anything. Um, yeah. I, I To say that like this is what we're going to see from Deshaun Watson for the rest of his time in Cleveland – Probably wrong, but it is a little concerning that, you know, with all the motivation that he would have to come out and play well against the team that has been definitively the worst team in football for all year, and then to come out and you don't score a touchdown, you get kind of saved by your defense. I think the defense ended up scoring at least, the at least two touchdowns. Well, yeah, and Donovan Peoples-Jones had a return touchdown. So, that was... Yeah. So... (laughs) It's a little concerning. Now, having... Being... Playing against your former team in Houston, in the city that you essentially just... I wouldn't say got kicked out of, but you asked out of, and then got accused 25 times by 25 different women of sexual assault and 10 of them were at the game watching you I could understand having some butterflies in that game especially after not playing for two years yeah that's what I was going to say like imagine um, imagine a guy doesn't play football for two years and he comes back and he sucks who would have thought like I know it's Deshaun Watson but fuck yeah. like if you don't play football for two years and then you just pull up at practice like it's probably not going to be good um I I mean the last time we really saw the Browns look really good, I mean, they beat the Bucks. Was yeah, Cincinnati? Was Cincinnati, and it's been a while. So, and we kind of just held that hope up of like, hey, Deshaun Watson's coming back. Deshaun Watson's coming back. They look good against Cincinnati. They look good against Cincinnati, and that's kind of carried them. But now Deshaun Watson's back, and they played the worst team in football, and the defense and special team scored all their points. Not Nick Chubb, not Kareem Hunt. They couldn't even get the run game going against the Texans. So, you know what? I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my steel frame glasses on here. The Steelers play the Ravens this week with no Lamar Jackson, and you know these are power rankings for the rest of the season. We don't know when Lamar's gonna be back. Suppose one to three weeks. Steelers are probably gonna be favored against yeah. the Ravens this week. Steelers have been playing well. I think they should be at 19. Mm. I I do have the Steelers moving up this week for sure. They beat Atlanta this past week. Uh, they look good. It was a grinded out win. Um, George Pickens not being involved is concerning. I don't think, and I I know you weren't around, or obviously you weren't around it as much as I was with the AB thing. But when a player with that mindset has a game like that. It blows up like that. NFL players have games like that. That ha- happens where you get one target. Like that. That's. Ha- I think there was a game earlier in this year where Devonte Adams had like two targets. Devonte Adams is a lot better than George Pickens. 
And in an offense like we have, where we're not going to throw the ball 40 times a game in you know, most scenarios, there are going to be days where the George Pickens gets one target, and that just kind of happens. Now, the fact that he blew up after that, that's something that's going to be handled internally. I have no doubt in my mind about that. Mike Tomlin kept the A-B drama. I mean, you saw how bad it got as soon as he left Pittsburgh. Like, you, you thought there were things going wrong in Pittsburgh? It, look up a timeline of what's happened with Antonio Brown since he left Pittsburgh. Like, that that was a problem that has been there for a little bit. It was internalized. Tomlin kept it in the locker room. I don't think that this is going to be an issue moving forward. And like Tomlin said, I'd much rather have to pull you back than to have to push you into that. Like, I'd, I'd much rather have a guy that than a guy that you've got to ask ask him to write. You know? Yeah, I'm with that. Okay. I I definitely have him moving up. I'll put him ahead of the Chargers. I'll put him ahead of the Chargers, but probably not the Ravens. I mean, despite everything that I've said about the Ravens, they did catch another win this week. They still win the division, and now they're up to nine wins now. Eight, so, eight I mean, putting an eight and four team any lower is kind of a crime. So, I'm. I have them at 20. I mean, when you lose your quarterback. Yeah. I mean. And I watched, I was at work, but I watched that game because obviously I'm at Portside, big Ravens group there. Um, they did absolutely nothing on offense until that final drive. Like, nothing. You could see by the score being 10 points, and they scored 7 points, you know, with a minute left in the game. They did nothing. And Denver has a really good defense, and so don't get me wrong, but our defense has been playing really well the last couple weeks, too. And the Ravens have not beaten the Steelers in 1,073 mm. days. Fuck. That's insane. I think I'm going to leave... I love them so much. That's such a that's such an amazing. Staff. I hate them fuckers, man. I, I hate the Ravens. I mean, so I much. I hate the Ravens. I used to have the biggest. I used to be a Steelers fan for a little bit just because. Are you? Why did you never Dude, tell like, me that? It was like. How is this? It was before I really dove into football. Like it was before I really got into it, and I Dude, just fucking hated all the Ravens please. fans. So I was like, you know what? I will save <laughs> you, please. Please come, dude. I, I, uh, I had a Ben Roethlisberger jersey. We will welcome you with open arms, dude. What the? F how did I ever know this? Of all the times that we talked about, you've never told me this because it was ever. so long ago, dude. Like it was before I really was like, okay, I'm into this. This like something that you say when you <laughs> meet me, dude. Like, like hey, I used to be a Steelers fan when I was like six. It was yeah, it was like elementary school. Like it was going through elementary school and all the Ravens fans around me, I was just like, you know what? Fuck these kids. I'm a Steelers fan just because I fucking hate you guys. Yeah. So that was the origins of my Steelers fandom for that small amount of time. But yeah, I'm glad to let you know that, man. I know, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> I still want a big hat. Um, but okay, I'm probably not gonna move the Steelers ahead of the Ravens just yet. But they play, they they play right. this week. So if they win, if they win, I want them. To oh, if they, I don't care course. if Lamar's coming back or what. If they win, yeah, I want them for to sure. All right. So then we've got Steelers, then Chargers, then Cleveland. Yeah. And then you go with that. Yeah. I have Arizona in front of Jacksonville. Yes. And then. Okay, tier three's done. Mm, not quite. The Lions or the Jags oh, were. Uh, 
there was an even spread going into the Dismantled? game. And they fucking got their shit absolutely fucked. Like, it was an even spread. You don't see that a lot in the NFL ever. So, like, it was supposed to be a really now, close was game. Now, that, was that a lot of, oh, my God, Trevor Lawrence has figured it out after his one game-winning drive against Baltimore? He's been figuring it out. Like, everybody's buying into Jacksonville? He's been figuring it out. Has he? Dude, I mean, I love, I am like a big Trevor Lawrence believer, but I'm not ready to say that he's figured it out. Clearly he didn't figure it out. He just got dog shit kicked in by one of the worst defenses yeah, in the I mean, league. I'm not going to argue against you. I mean, I want to move the Jacks down. But I don't feel better about Atlanta. I don't feel better about Carolina. I definitely don't feel mm. better about Indianapolis. Carolina, come on, man. They were they, they they didn't even play this week. So to say like, okay, well yeah, we need to bump them up three spots here. Carolina played Baltimore and lost. It's close. They lost. Yeah, but they have looked a lot better. Like This is a team that at multiple points this year we've had as our worst team. But... And there they have been no like I can't point at one thing and be no, like, Oh yeah, this got a lot better. Because they got rid of Baker Mayfield. They're they're dedicated what? to their quarterback now. Like they, <laughs> yeah. No, like you don't know, you're not being truthful about this. Well, yeah, but they. I mean, they had PJ in there. I mean, how can you say that they're dedicated to their quarterback? But they now, played like three guys Arnold this year. Is the starter? PJ is the backup, and Baker's not there. I know, but he's played. He's played one game though. We thought that PJ was Arnold the starter, good. and then we thought Baker Arnold was the starter. Good. PJ, PJ looked awesome. PJ posted like a 93 PFF grade and then, against Atlanta. And then and he's benched he now. really sucked the week after that. A lot. Yeah. Sam Donald yeah, is no. prone to really sucking, by the way. I don't know if I don't know if you followed Sam Donald's career, but he has done that For sure. quite a few and times. I saw uh I saw some an interview with Sam Darnold uh, a couple days ago on uh, TikTok and it was with uh yeah, Jordan Palmer has a podcast with like a, a couple other guys. Um, but mm-hmm. he was talking about how they start talking about the Zach Wilson situation and it's really, I mean, Darnold's situation is pretty fucking similar, you know, like he was also drafted by the Jets in a top five pick, yada, yada, yada. And, uh, he was like, it really makes a difference when you're dedicated, like to your quarterback, like mentally, because, and dude, like, this is something I think back to fucking high school, bro. Like, with, like, goalkeeping and everything, like, Cherry, like, he, like, you gotta commit to your guys, man. Like, whoever it is, like, you gotta commit to your guy. Like, if it was you, that, all right, all right. I mean, when you've got some, like, raw talent coming up in the freshman class, I mean, I don't know if you'd really want to, I don't know if you'd really want to fully commit to that guy when you've got this, like, bright, shining young prospect (laughs) coming in who was just awesome. He was awesome. I mean, it was awesome. He was he was making plays out of the gate, dude. I uh, if if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, me and Jaden, that's basically how we became friends, like really good friends, because uh, we were fighting for the goalie position in high school. Um, but yeah, kind of, shit just kind of moved from there. But anyway, dedicating to your guy mentally, like he was talking about how uh, Mike and Mike McDaniel showed Tua all those plays and reminded him like, hey. Like, you're actually good. Like, no, not a lot of other dudes can do this. And Darnold was like, that changes everything. Like, once you have the belief but from... did he, in that interview, say, I feel that way in Carolina? Why? 
Because, again, Darnold came back and was healthy, and they were still playing P.J. Walker for a few weeks while he was playing like shit. And when P.J. got hurt, Baker was the quarterback. Not Darnold. When he was when Darnold was healthy. So what makes you believe that, that, that Darnold feels that way or that Carolina feels that way about Darnold? Okay, all right. And even if, even if they do, why should that move them into Tier 3? Okay. A, you know, I like I like Darnold. I thought Darnold would be a stealer. But I, I don't think he's that damn good. I, it's not an argument as to more like, oh, this Panthers team, they're back. Like, they're fucking here. It's more Let's put them in tier two. that the Jags beat the Ravens, and the Ravens fucking suck. And that was really the only good thing that the Jags have done recently. So, the Panthers... I mean, what impressive thing have the Panthers done recently? Something. I mean, they won... Uh, here. Look. On by this week, they obviously. Beat... So I think they won last, last week. They won in week 12. Last week they beat the Broncos twenty three. They beat the to Broncos. We have, we have is our third worst team. The week before that they kept it close with the Ravens, who the Jaguars beat. They beat the Falcons. So I'd be willing to move them in front of the Falcons if we want to do that. Uh, week before that they got their shit stomped by Cincinnati. Um, yeah, beat by the, the Falcons. The rest of the year sucks. Don't you don't have to read it off. Like, <laughs> the, I know, I know. But the Jags, like, I mean, what have they done to be so heralded? Like, they beat the Ravens. They're not heralded. They're just a spot in front of the Panthers because they have a more impressive win All right. on their resume more recently than Carolina. I've got Carolina at 25 now. I've moved them in front of Atlanta after our conversation here. If, I mean, I'll do this in the sake of time. I still think that the Jags are probably worse, but... If we're paper watching, I mean, you do have Trevor Lawrence, Christian Kirk's been playing well, Travis Etienne, he's been a little banged up, but he's back. One thing that's I will I will grant you on Carolina's Jacksonville's defense has really taken a step back since the beginning of the year. You had like guys like Devin Lloyd was flying around making plays. He's since pretty much been benched, um, in favor of Chad Muma, who they drafted in the third round, which really goes to show why you don't trade up to take a linebacker in the first round when you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Josh Allen's not been getting home. Trayvon Walker really hasn't been getting home either. Um, so their, their defense, and it, you want to sit here and be like, yeah, let's, you know what, let's keep loading up the offense, but you've got to have something on defense to like really feel comfortable doing that, and they don't really have that right now. On the other hand, so Jags are, Jags are in a rough spot. And Carolina's defense is good, but again, uh, it's one. Sp- we're one spot. Here. Yeah, we're really okay. one spot here. We'll we'll see what happens this week. Both teams play this upcoming week, so we'll get to see. We'll get to learn more about each team. Then I've got Atlanta at twenty six. Then Indy at twenty seven. Can't can't have that shit happen. No. Okay. They got fucking pounded by Dallas. They did. And they are one of the worst teams in football. Pounded. Pounded. Did not score in the fourth quarter. It was a thirty three nothing. Like run. I. Cannot but 30 fumbles in 13 weeks. How do you do that? When you, I feel like you could like, you could add one lateral into every drive and you still wouldn't fumble that many times in 13 weeks. I just, what you got to, you got a lateral once every drive. You still wouldn't fumble that many times. It's because Matt Ryan has like 10 by himself. He's been terrible. Like, but okay. Um, I kind of have an argument for the Bears behind the Panthers. 
Um, you look at the Falcons, like I know I was super high. I know they did just lose, but they were in the lead of against Green Bay for a while. Like Justin Fields had that big run that really set the tone at the beginning of the game. And for a while, it looked like the Bears were going to win. But the Packers end up kind of making a comeback. Christian Watson scores a touchdown. A.J. Dillon really dominates time of possession in the second half. And they end up coming back and winning it. But this Bears team just keeps getting brutalized by close losses. Like, I know it wasn't as close on the scoreboard, but it was a close game in general. And Atlanta, I know I was hyping them up at the beginning of the year, but they have lost how many in a row? They have not done anything good recently at all. No, they stink, but I think Chicago stinks worse, man. Their defense is just helpless. Every week, it's, it's injured. Jaquan Brisker was out this week. It's going to stay injured. Kyler Gordon was out this week. So that's your two starting, like, DBs. You just drafted high in the draft. Yeah, but, like, those are the only two notable players on their defense. Like, I can't think of another player on their defense. Like, my first thought after you said those two names was Danny Trevathan. Okay. I'm not even sure if he's still playing. Like, dude, let's just read off with the Falcons. Okay, Jalen right. Johnson. Like, two second-round rookies is, like, immediately where my mind goes for Chicago. Come on. You know what? As I'm... The look, one... Atlanta, we're really we're really pulling here. The here. one win that Atlanta has out of the past five. Take a guess. Carolina. It's the Bears. So. Yeah. Bing, 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 bing. All right. Woo-hoo. Then the Bears. I had the I had the Bears at twenty nine, or no, I had them mm, at thirty. Mm-mm. I think now Justin Fields is here. I'm of them up. I'm of like, them up. It's it's power rankings. Like it's it's power rankings. Um, but okay. Yeah, but there's no power anywhere other than Justin Fields. It's just so that all that that team is just so helpless. They can't do anything other than Justin Fields. There's been I think. I think it was like some crazy stat that no quarterback has had three 50 yard touchdown runs in their entire career and justin fields has done that in a month it's awesome he's I, I i'm this is exactly what you wanted for chicago this year like this is the goal and you achieved it and it's like really hard to put them this low when you do that but your goal coming into the season was to figure out if justin fields is going to be your franchise quarterback and they've done exactly that and the answer is yes. Like it, they they could have done that, and the answer could have been no. It could have been a lot worse than that. But they have nothing else. But they know Justin Fields is their franchise quarterback. Now they're going to have to spend a lot of money this offseason. And are they going to have enough you know draft picks and enough time really to build this thing around Fields? For you've yeah. got to start committing to paying him forty million dollars a year. But that's a good question. Bears are going to be fascinating. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, like you said. It's it, it was not expected because of the Eberflus fire for sure, or higher for sure. And honestly, it's this is insane. Hmm. I can't see it. Zoom out. Oh, <gasps> wow, wow, that is fucking Tyler North, our very own, in a picture with Patrick Mahomes. Dude, put it on the story. I am. Yeah. I was gonna. Also, we're, I'm just going to say this. Congrats, Tyler North and Kara from Kansas. I don't know her last name, but I know her Instagram. Got engaged over the past weekend. I wanted to put on Instagram post when he sent the pictures over, but let's give a round of applause before we finish up here to uh, Tyler. 
Congrats, man. Fuck I'm getting yeah. engaged. Um, could do great things in this marriage and for the rest of your life. Couldn't be proud. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. He's been he's been uh, talking about it the past couple weeks. Um, I couldn't imagine like even when it comes time that I'm gonna do that. Like I'm gonna be nervous as fuck. So that's a hell of a moment. And uh, let's go, Tyler, bro. One one of the Blitzpod members is in an engagement. So that's crazy. Um, all right, let's finish this up. Um, dude's dude's having a hell of a week too. He's currently taking a picture next to Patrick Mahomes. That's pretty, hell of that's a week. Fucking cool. That's it. He was supposed to uh, possibly promote the Blitz podcast to either Patrick Mahomes or Travis yeah. Kelsey. So better be promoting the Blitz podcast, or he's not invited back. <laughs> Should have gotten that tattoo on the forehead. Would have really stuck with them. Like yeah. that's a conversation starter. Like, hey, what's that tattoo? What the on? fuck is wrong with that guy? <laughs> Maybe I want to go on his podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, the Saints in front of the Bears. Well, no, well, so, since I made that top, no. You just said they stink. They do stink, and they lost, but they almost beat the Bucks last night. I'd put them in front yeah. of Indy though. And then, uh, L.A. Baker season though. No, I know. is it really that much better? Is it really that much better? You did you see the pick John Wolford threw to finish the game? Like I watched the camera keep moving, and I was like, "Well, eventually, there's got to be a Rams player coming to the shot here at some point." They never came into the shot. There was not a Rams player on the TV screen when he threw the interception, and it was like thirty yards. Right in the middle of the field. There was no one even in in the TV screen. Okay. Awful. He doesn't have anybody to throw to. Allen Robinson on IR. Cooper Cup out. Like. <laughs> he didn't have anybody to throw to in Cleveland. He didn't have anybody to throw yeah. to in Cleveland. Either. OBJ and Jarvis Landry. Nah. Yeah. Who are those fellas? Yeah, they stink. Well, I mean, he had, he had, he had, uh, who needs OBJ when you have DPJ? My guy. Right. I, Remember that era? Remember the yeah? I was like, when I saw him, the Donovan Jones belief. I saw him uh, take that kickback this week. uh, uh, Shed, shed a tear, shed a quick tear. I'll never forget that uh, the Brown Steelers game that I went to last year. Someone actually worked multiple hours at their job to buy an official Nike Donovan People's Jones jersey. Someone did that. Someone made that choice. Must have been. I, I don't know. There is no explanation for that, actually. Uh, but, okay. Let's round this out, brother. Um, Broncos-Texans. We're Broncos, good. Broncos-Texans. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Looks pretty good. This was probably our most, uh, for, especially considering that it's just one week. This has been the most amount of uh, back and forth that we've done on a Power Rankings episode. And especially since it was just us two, because usually when there's three of us, it's three opinions, so we're like kind of all over the place. But usually when it's just me and you or you and Tyler or whatever, we're kind of like easier to come to agreements, but we were so far apart this week. Glad we were able to finally put something together that I surely will not alter in any way, shape, or form by the time that gets. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never, ever. You're a terrible person. Uh, anyway, let's uh, recap for the audio listeners out there. Uh, before we sign off so in tier one heading into week 14 here are the power rankings starting out at number one we have the eagles then following them up we have the cowboys chiefs bills Bengals, dolphins vikings and 49ers 
And then following up tier two, we have the Jets at nine, followed by the Titans, Lions, Seahawks, Commanders, Bucks, Raiders, and Patriots. Then you dive into tier three, we got the Giants, Packers, Ravens, Steelers, Chargers, Browns, Cardinals, and Jags. And then to wrap it out, we got the Panthers, Falcons, Bears, Saints, Colts, Rams, Broncos, and Texans. So that does it for our uh, week 14 power rankings episode. Um, lay this Really yeah. quickly, before we get out of here, I just want to ask you, where do you think Aaron Judge lands? Not a football question. Where do you because we had we had the fake yeah. Giants report today. Where do you think Aaron Judge lands? Honestly, there's probably still a solid chance that he ends up in San Fran. Like I know it was reported early. I think it's I think it's down to two. I think it's gonna be San Fran or he goes back to Yeah. Vegas. I mean they re signed Cashman. I know that he was a little pissed that they couldn't like they couldn't work out a deal like with the arbitration and everything, but you can't. You can't with Aaron Judge. Like you can't sit in arbitration with Aaron Judge. Like you'd be paying him thirty million dollars. Yeah. Um, which they're probably going to be doing anyway. Uh, but they re the yeah. last thought on this. They did re-sign Cashman to a deal which nobody thought that they would do. So like them re-signing Cashman tells me yeah. that he's trying really hard to get Aaron Judge back. So we'll see how it shakes out. Yeah. But all right, man. Like I said, that does it for our uh, Week 14 Power Rankings episode. Feeling pretty good about it. Um, this will be out tomorrow afternoon for sure. Um, later in the week. At By tomorrow afternoon, you mean? Uh, yes, right now. When you're listening to this, it's out. So tomorrow afternoon is Tuesday afternoon. Today is Tuesday. Wednesday. This will be out on Wednesday afternoon. We're recording it on Tuesday night. But sorry for the confusion. But yeah, this will be out tomorrow. Um, later in the week episode is kind of TBD. We'll see what we do there. Um, but we'll keep you posted. So without further ado, we'll sign off. Catch you later this week. Peace.